2: It's hour two of the Gbag Nation here on 105.3. The fan, a lot of interesting stuff coming around with the Dallas Mavericks right now. And it is a Mavs game night. The NBA trade deadline is coming up. And I tell you what, I am just ecstatic to have these next four or five weeks unfold because I'm convinced the Mavericks are going to do something. They are close enough in the West that something could propel them to the number one overall seed because there isn't a heavyweight in the West right now. Um, And I think it's time for the Mavs to get really aggressive about remaking uh, the supporting cast around Luka Doncic. So I think we're going to see something big. In the meantime, we're also hitting midseason, which is a great time to reflect on what we've seen so far. Here's Eric Chiafalo to take us around the
3: rim. Yes, sir. We cut the lights out. We put the kids down for that afternoon snoozer and the G-Bag Nation's going all the way around the rim. Okay, so plenty to get to. Mavs do play a late one tonight. Playing the Clippers, they're sliding big time. So it's a uh, probably catching them at a good spot. They slide, don't they? Get to that here in just yeah, a second. Yeah, they're horrible. Uh, but we do have the Tim Cato mid-season grades for each player. Uh, I think all in unison. When I say Luka Doncic, uh, as the professors, we would uh, all say a, a plus, 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 plus. Bonus points. Stay after class so I can make sure that uh, like I have treats and stuff, Gold and we're gonna star. throw a party for you. Gold stars. I'm going to personally, as your teacher, call your parents every day, Luca, just to remind them how fortunate they are to have a son like you. We're going to throw a pizza party just for you, Luca. Or a cigarette party, Luca. Whatever you want, big boy. uh, Colbert.
4: The D.A.R.E. program wouldn't agree. Colbert, yeah.
3: Uh, Pepperoni pizza? D.A.R.E. has nothing to do with cigarettes, bro. Trust me. Are you sure? It's drugs. Cigarettes... Dare isn't not isn't, wasn't Dare about drugs? Drug, Yugs, drug they're, awareness is definitely not. They're definitely, not, yes. they're definitely yes. not pro cigarettes. I don't. Was, I wouldn't say they're pro here, smoking. Okay, yeah. but I think like your I dad. I think that they would frown on Your dad upon the took cigarette. Dare seriously. That doesn't mean he's not going to just pound through. No, darts there, there all day. was no
4: Dare program in South Africa when he was growing up. Mm.
3: But if there was, it wouldn't have stopped him from being the uh, the, the the smoker man that he is. No, everybody they was, was actually smoking
4: make him... at that time.
2: And it would make it actually more likely that he would have become a narcotics user as well if they would have had the D.A.R.E. program in South Africa.
3: <laughs> that's what the yeah. stats show. Yeah, that's what the stats show.
2: People uh, usually go against It wasn't the quite as successful as <laughs> they No, it was not successful.
3: He's the numbers guy. <laughs> <laughs> Dawson's bringing it, baby. Uh, so you kill yeah. everyone with these numbers. No, and honestly, though, because I was at the game the other night, that Celtics game, and it did look, I was wondering if the heaters were starting to catch up to Luka with the way he was coughing. Well, he was sick. Okay, so it was a sick thing. It wasn't just like a dry dry cough. But who knows? You could be onto something. But then I started thinking to myself, Luca was built for these. Like he was, he he's been he's been pounding through smokes since what thirteen years old. That's true. So like since I don't know at this point, I don't think that would even affect him. He so that's kind of where I landed nicotine on patch. it.
4: Patch. She's like, oh, I can't yeah. smoke
3: today. Let me put the patch on. So Luca gets all the good grades and the good stars or gold stars. Uh, Dinwiddie, are we here to give a passing grade to Spencer Dinwiddie? I think absolutely, so. absolutely. Yeah.
2: yeah, B plus, A minus, somewhere in there. Yeah, okay, give him a B. What's the jury say absolutely.
3: Cato's giving him a hard B. Um, and on the surface been fantastic, 16 points, 60% true shooting, lethal catch and shoot threat, 46% from three on, on, uh, the catch and shoots. Um, so it's been, uh, it's been really, really good run, runs the pick and roll and, and does some good things. So yeah, uh, I think Woody deserves some, some credit here. Uh, then you have Christian Wood. Ooh, this is fun. See, I want to go
4: B-plus for Christian Wood, and why do I not want to go full A? Because he's to, a little bit of a troublemaker in yeah, class at need, times? Well, no, that, and I think you just need to dangle that carrot to say, hey. The motivational carrot? Yeah. We we need just a little. You keep that effort up, and you can get to that A. Okay.
3: Okay. Nicotine per, apparently is a drug, according to the uh, truckwreck.com fan text. Mm. So I guess that's it, but it's a legal drug. They, they know everything. this is where we're going. They do. <laughs> they, 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 Once again- yeah, they do. Don't doubt me.
4: Yeah, they know okay. everything
0: over there on that
3: thing. I just, when I think of drugs, I think of like illegal drugs. I get I it. Guess, I understand. I guess that's why we have to differentiate that's just between big tobacco. legal and illegal. That's just the money that is behind it. That's true. Okay. Uh, Spencer, or excuse me, Christian Wood, we're giving Walchuk's dialing up the old B plus there. Do we have anybody willing to go as high as an A? Can A be our highest bidder for Christian Wood, or is that just impossible? I'm gonna go. I won't go that high.
0: I'm gonna go B plus. Okay.
3: Well, Tim Cato is giving him good old fashioned A minus. Oh, uh, darn it, Tim. And he says it's the role versus expectations conundrum. Superb offensively, of of, of course. Sure. Um, and then, and he says he's shown increasing amounts of defensive bite when asked to protect the rim. Uh, which we've all noticed. The, what was it? The Houston game yeah. where it's fourth quarter, three blocks. Swat, Maybe man. he was trying hard to, you know, impress the former team there. Uh, well, the ex-girlfriend a little tumbo. bit. No, no, yeah. no. Like, do you feel like you would have your best game if you knew that your ex-girlfriend was in the stands? Oh, that, for Would sure. that be your yeah. best performance?
2: Hell yeah. I'm locked in, bro. I think so as well. Yeah. And I was hydrating be, the night before. I, was, yeah. I got
3: nine hours sleep. The effort was definitely going to be there. And hopefully that means you fall into some easy baskets, some, some packs at the rim. What's going on over there, Broadus? I'm
0: just laughing because I was thinking of a video that I saw the other day that there was a soccer player that his wife cheated with the goalie of another team oh, and gross. he had a penalty kick like against he, that him? and against the goalie oh. yeah. and he buried it and he looked in the stands and he made a hand signal like her way mm-hmm. and they showed like split screen and like her her, oh, like, her, her—the ultimate
4: backfire in her
0: hands, and he was pointing Ooh. right at her. It's amazing. And he,
3: that's <laughs> and he, amazing. And they show her, and she
0: just like breaks down in the stand. This
3: is juicy. Yeah. Who knows to her for being willing to show face yeah. at a game? Yeah. Wouldn't you just sit that one out? This is. There's a lot going on here. Yeah. And
0: he, he just buried that thing, and her and her look was just like I don't even want to. I don't even yeah, want to look up.
3: That's when you'd probably just sit at home. For. I'll just I'll kick it on the couch for this one, babe. Yeah. I'll see you when you get home. You know, those, he uh, won
2: that one anyway. Those influencers, sure. you know, they,
0: are, they have to be at the game. They have to show, you know. I told you that yesterday. Yeah, Brian's that. been doing Brian. a lot of scouting on
1: that.
2: <laughs> Christian Wood offensively is just so awesome. And I think like the second half of the season could be a straight A. And by the time we get to the playoffs, hopefully the Mavs have allocated the money to sign him to a long-term deal. Because whatever you want to say about his complete game, his offense is so imposing when he and Luka have it going that, I don't know. It's it's like by far the most impressive teammate Lucas had to to combo up with.
3: No question about that. Absolutely. Uh, Dorian Finney-Smith, Cato's giving him the C-plus uh, defense there, but the offense struggling for sure uh, before the injury. 34.5% okay. behind the arc, 54% uh, inside it would both be the lowest marks since the third year of his career. So certainly when Dodo comes back, you want to see that offense get back rolling a little bit. I mean, he was on fire so hard last year down the stretch down and in the, the, stretch, playoffs. the playoffs. You he, have
2: a run like that, of course, you're going to come back to the mean a little bit.
3: Yeah, it, I mean, he needed six months or so to cool that thing off. Mm-hmm. He was, he, he was. He'll be back though. Dead balls on. He will be back. Yeah. He ran We're close
4: to Reggie Bullock time
3: though. I'd right? say Bullock. Yeah. Where are we at, Bullock? He, he's giving him a C. Yeah, a C minus maybe. Yeah, I mean, he. I mean, you could go full on D maybe for Reggie. You're going full D on Bullock. Well, 36 percent behind the arc since December one. Here we go. We're well, turning to starting to heat it up.
4: Yeah. It's that time of year, right?
0: Wait a minute. You just went from D to like. Well, oh, no. First no.
4: half of the season he oh. was horrible. Yeah. But you know the second half of the season he's gonna be a B player, maybe better, because that's what he does.
2: What's the number for the season now from three? Thirty one from three still.
3: Yeah. Yeah. So overall that's it's been putrid. It's been a nightmare. Yeah. It really has been a nightmare watching Bullock uh for majority of the season. Uh, but it seems like things are on the up and up with and him. And who the knows how show. much he'd
2: be playing right now if Josh Green and Dorian hadn't gotten hurt, you know. It's totally. a good thing he has stepped up over the last month.
3: Absolutely. He could have gotten buried on the bench there cuz he was playing terrible and guys were stepping up. Josh Green, giving him an A. Okay. Yeah. Cato. Uh, he got an A from Cato? Got an A from Cato well, and that's awesome. this is this is probably an expectation, grade. It's kind of a B, right? Hey, kind of a B yeah. right? I thought like yes, like when you were coming in to the class as a teacher, I pigeonholed you for being like Probably a C. Yeah. yeah. And then you come up and you show that you're not <laughs> that. You're doing B You're doing B work, but I had C or D expectations. So because of that, Josh Green curve, hey. Yeah, that's definitely a curve. But I think a B is
4: probably a. fair. Hey, don't hate on homers. the curves. Some people appreciate the curve. I think we all appreciate the curve. <laughs> but if we're being realistic.
3: It could work out well for you. Yeah. Tim Hardaway Jr. Yeah, just as brought us over there, man. Curve works sometimes. Tim Hardaway Jr., B. Uh, That's what Cato's giving him. Minus, I, w- I wouldn't I would, be giving him a B. No. I'd say C.
2: Some of these grades are awful nice from Tim Cato. He's got to do a lot of post-game interviews, doesn't he's gotta, he? He's got to he's, walk he's, he's in gotta that locker room. Yeah. A little bit. That's yeah. the
0: most disastrous thing you could do for, like, a website is do Fire grades. Fire the coach and then, yeah, uh, and then go meet the yeah, coach. Yeah, grades and all oh, that. did that, you learn that the hard way oh gosh, Yes. yes.
4: Witten pulls you over says, yeah, well, yeah, what the hell are you giving me a B for? They
0: They read every bit of this, yes.
4: Okay. Well,
3: uh, maybe on, that. Maybe, it
2: show. sounds Let's like go. you you move you up every grade for- at least. It sounds like Cato's moving up a grade, maybe a grade and a half. You yeah. know, like Tim Hardaway Jr. should be C minus D plus.
3: Right. Right. Yeah. Agreed. I'm with you guys. You sure about that? Uh, Tim Hardaway hmm. Jr. Are maybe sure? maybe on the move.
2: Uh, yeah, Cleveland. Yeah. Cleveland. Yeah, maybe for Levert. It could really make sense for them in a, in a role where your bench isn't scoring and you could use anybody. Like, dear God, just somebody that wants to attack. Tim Hardaway Jr. might be your guy. But you had the stat yesterday. He's dead balls last in the NBA on field goal percentage on drives to the basket. Correct. He's nice like, catch-and-shoot guy. He does some things that look nice, but overall, he doesn't help you in many other ways than, yeah, one dribble and shoot. Yep. And Karis LeVert's pretty consistent. Yeah. And I'd take that all day. Absolutely. That'd be great if the Mavs could make something happen there. And I
3: think Levert's expiring. Yeah, he is. So that's huge. Perfect. Dwight Powell, B-plus, according to Tim Cato. B-plus. B-plus. Nobody's got any issues with that? Uh, Is that another curve situation? I mean, Dwight Powell, by all NBA standards, is
2: like a D-minus player. Right. He's a guy that shouldn't be part of a playoff rotation. Agreed. Uh you you know, so you're not the best eight or nine guys on a a pretty good team.
3: I think it's like for what your role is, Dwight Power, for what yep. we expect from you, you've done B level work he has. At, at your role. Right. You haven't even been an A at your small role that, that but we really. but a B plus you're a borderline A player. I mean, I'd go maybe B minus. This is kinda how Mark Cuban looks at the team, I imagine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 100%. yeah, <laughs> he's he's fighting whether or not Powell should be B plus or A minus. He's like, gosh dang it, this is a tough call. JaVale McGee hard f. That was the only unanimous. You had Luca being unanimously A plus 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 pizza parties every day, and then you had the unanimous JaVale McGee big time. Hunky dory, f right there. Mm. You guys have any interest in Cam Reddish? Like I'm, as the teacher, I'm calling Javale McGee's parents the same way I'm calling Luca's. Except I'm mother bleeping him. Yeah, no, and he's, I'm taking his lunch. He's enough. Like sure. he doesn't get to eat today. I'm sorry about that. He's but terrible.
4: I just saw the Knicks apparently want two or multiple second round picks for Cam Reddish. You know the Mavs still have all their second rounders. I think he's a guy who could help. You know, so I don't know if you if you're interested in Cam Reddish, but he's out there. Big
2: skilled guy. Absolutely, I'd be up for that. He's yeah. averaging
4: 10, three boards. He's shooting 32% from behind the arc.
2: I think you need a ball handler and a big who can rebound a lot more than that type of player, but I would, I would be interested in it for a couple of twos, no doubt. Yeah, I think the Javale McGee signing marked the end of Jason Kidd's perfect game that he was throwing since he took over as head coach. Mm-hmm. And now I'm really wondering how much I want to listen to him when it comes to free agency. You know, I just I just don't know if he was prioritizing the right things or if he could evaluate the way we need for hundred percent
3: fair. That was uh, your only chunk. TruckRec.com Fantex is giving Tim Cato uh the same grade that Tim Cato gave JaVale McGee. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Hey, uh, I
2: appreciate fun. the optimism. Uh, Cato is always killing it. Cato's a yeah. beast.
0: Well, let me tell you it is. It's super hard because you know you give grades and these players see that. And they and they give you that side eye look when you walk in there and they know mm-hmm. which what grades you've given them. Ooh. It's a tough thing to do. Eric, can you pass me the ball? Yeah, I'm open. Yeah, I'm open. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah.
4: Bam. Did you guys see this? You Dwight Powell and I'm Luca. Yeah, pick
1: and roll? Yeah. It's dominant.
4: Jared Jeffries, former Nick, an Indiana basketball oh, star. Oh, I did see this. This is a pretty cool story. So he ended up going on The Price is Right. He won a car, which is crazy. Yeah. But I was wondering, like, if you guys could go on any game show, what game show would you want to go on? Um... Can I be good at it? Can I win? Yeah, like, let's say you could go, well, I mean, there's no, gu- there. there's no guarantee you're going to win, but yeah, let's hope you win.
2: I'd like to go on uh, that let's make a deal that Howie used to do, you know, oh, where yeah, you're I picking the deal. briefcases. Mm-hmm. Uh, that oh, that's, was uh,
4: oh,
0: yeah, that's, uh, what's that called? Uh,
2: deal or no deal. Deal or no deal, yeah. Yeah, yeah that, that one, deal or no deal, that was good. I, I think Price is Right's pretty good up there, but I think Jeopardy's the king. You know, maybe, maybe uh, Wheel of Fortune. But I don't want to get exposed. You yeah, know? I can't spell. Well, see, I yeah. get
4: exposed on Jeopardy. I think I, yeah. I have massive brain farts. Yeah. If you were really, really smart- And body
3: farts, too.
0: go for you the Go nervous. for the millionaire you know show.
4: That, yeah. yeah, who
3: wants mean, to be a millionaire? Who, who wants
0: to be a millionaire? You have a chance in one show to win a million. Wheel of Fortune would be fun, though. Yeah. No, you hit the bankrupt.
2: It,
4: I just it always wanted you. to spin that damn wheel. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And you can yeah. get like the five thousand dollar piece. Yeah, you get to like pick nostalgia. up and put it by your name. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a you know some some good easy money in that wheel of wheel of fortune. You don't have to be too smart.
4: I think I might go. The, the, yeah. Who wants to be a millionaire would be cool, but I want. I mean, the ultimate flex is Jeopardy.
0: I sure. couldn't because do Jeopardy. They
4: don't know anything about sports.
0: I couldn't. Those do. people Isn't know the,
3: nothing about sports. Like after doing the Survivor stuff this year, like I know for sure I don't want to do Fear Factor. To me, that's oh, that, no. that's the biggest flex. I am not doing Fear Factor. I beat Fear Factor. Joe Rogan, I think, has even said like he doesn't want any part of doing Fear Factor again. That was nuts, man. Uh, a lot of people saying Amazing Race. That's uh, kind of cool. Supermarket Sweep. That's with uh, oh. Guy
0: Fieri? Is that the Guy Fieri? He has a He's sem- triple D? That's Grocery Games. Grocery Games is cool. Yeah.
3: I'm yeah. not even familiar with most of these games. Yeah, you, but you buy, Amazing you, you, buy, would be you get your state. groceries. Fun.
0: Yeah, you get your groceries and you have to cook them up. It's actually a pretty cool. show. Who
3: would last the longest on our show if we did naked and afraid together? Gavin, or maybe my, my money would be Gavin or Lucius. I yeah, know, Lucius. Yeah.
2: I think Lucius would be a lot more comfortable naked. Eric, you and I would yeah. tap the bleep out. I think he walks
3: around his house naked and stuff for sure. Yeah, for sure. He, I, I, and he's an outdoorsman. He can fish. He can hunt. Like, yeah, that's yeah. what I'm
0: saying. You're going to have to build, like, shelter and stuff like that. I watch those videos. I watched a guy build a 50-hour fire yesterday. Yeah, you stack it and put dirt in between it, and then it drops down to the next level. They were building these fires. It's like the survival thing that you watch. 50-hour yeah. fire. That's pretty it's cool. It's a 50-hour fire is what this guy made. Hmm. Yeah. Fascinating. Fascinating.
4: Ross, you could do okay on that, maybe. What? With all the videos you're watching. Oh, no, I,
0: it's fascinating. I, the problem is I would eat some, like, mushroom thing or whatever, and it would be the, – Because the, the, oh, they have that. Looks like looks good. Next like, thing you know, it's poisonous. Yeah, they don't have, oh, they they have a thing balls. called, like, good or dead, you know? And it's like, no,
3: dead. You
0: know, and that, that's the one yeah. I would try and be like, Whoa.
3: oh. 469 you said Walchuk just did the biggest loser and won. Well, thank You're going to you. crush that, You're dude. right. I could
4: crush the biggest loser. Ooh, Family Feud. I think we as a team could Ooh, crush Family
3: Feud. Family Feud. Always yeah, it's really fun.
4: Always passing that. Oh, don't don't start do the well. game. We do well. G-Bag Nation takes on Family Feud. I think we'd crush. Uh.
2: All righty. Thank you, gentlemen. It is the G-Bag Nation here on 105.3 The Fan. When we return, we have 2023 NFL free agents ranked. If the Cowboys do get fed up and decide to spend... They have some exciting options here on this list. Uh, we have D. Ware coming up tomorrow at four. To Marcus Ware will join us tomorrow at four o'clock here on 105 through the Fan.
1: We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s. It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome back,
2: nation. Uh segment here is brought to you by Soda. at state-of-the-art. And the Frankles. You think there'll be less big company trucks on the road because of gas prices? Think again. And those big trucks have insurance companies to protect them. So get the representation that won't settle for less. It's the Frankles. At truckwreck.com. That is truckwreck.com. We'll check. You're going to talk some Rangers coming up in 15 minutes, right? Of course, we are your home of the Rangers. And uh, what are we, six weeks or so away from pitchers and catchers? Five weeks away. It'll be here before you know it. And we'll be in Surprise, Arizona, covering spring training. Well, there's a lot of exciting things going on here as their offseason continues. And uh, Wolchuk's going to get you caught up on on everything, including why the Rangers might have a big bump in the wind department. And yeah, that's coming up here in about uh, 15 minutes. Let's take a look at some Cowboys Twitter, though. And we will make our way towards uh, the top free agents uh, coming up in March ranked. One is off the board. The Ravens just gave Roquan Smith a big contract, over $100 million. So congrats to that a linebacker there uh, with the Baltimore Ravens. He did get himself a, a big old deal.
3: Highest paid ever at the position. Wow. And he's a represent myself kind of dude. Cool. No agent. Wow. So he, he got her done. And he's been a beast for them. No checks to any guys in suits. That's uh, right.
2: Yeah, that's an interesting approach. Okay, John Machoda, uh listening to Jerry Jones uh, on the fan this morning says it would not surprise him to see Xavier Rhodes active for Dallas in the wild card game at Tampa. I know that's a, a big topic of conversation. I'm just terrified of... Uh, t- Tom Brady might do there uh, against the bad corner matchup. You know, uh, I don't know if there's any hope, but I, I, they're just throwing Hail Marys here, right? Trying to find some guy who's, who's playing well, who, or who might work. How about Kevin Gray, KG of the get right seven to 11 weeknights here on the fan. Uh Uh, says uh, Cowboys owner Jerry Jones on the fan when asked if a loss to Tampa could impact Mike McCarthy's job status. No, No. I've got a lot more to evaluate Mike McCarthy on than this playoff game. That is generating a lot of discussion across uh, Cowboys nation. And then we'll go here to Dove Kleiman. Cowboys quarterback Dak Prescott and Texans Davis Mills led the NFL with 15 picks. Mills played 15 games, Dak played 12. Prescott's the first quarterback in NFL history to lead the league in interceptions despite missing 5 plus games. Um so I don't know, maybe we maybe we're not spending enough time talking about this. It's pretty historic what we just witnessed.
3: I didn't I didn't even realize how historical it was. Uh but when you put into that context it's it's even, and we we are talking about it in general. I mean, the interceptions have been a topic Day in day out now for the last month and a half easily, uh, so talks
0: I, about it every post game.
3: Yeah, every 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 post at least for game. the last
4: seven weeks. But you know, we're uh, constantly talking
3: about it, it. It is it is pretty crazy when you put it that way though. Like it, it has been historically bad, and and a lot of it is on him for sure. And then a lot of it is the happenstance of of random the the randomness. It's just been a tornado of bad luck at times. With oh, it's doinking off of Henderson's uh, or Hendershot's chest plate. Uh, and multiple, multiple other occasions where things got weird and maybe it wasn't on Dak, but Dak's having to shoulder a lot of this stuff, and that's pretty crazy. Fifteen interceptions in, in 12 games. Yeah, yeah, it is.
2: It, and it's the first time any anybody has led the league in interceptions missing that many games, like the picks uh, per game rate did get out of control. I guess you hope it's just a luck factor, um, but, you know, you could look at it as a red flag or you – I'm kind of excited by it, and the, the reason is I think Dak's going to work really hard to fix it, and maybe it is just bad luck, but I think he's going to obsess over this, and in the end, he'll end up seeing more film, considering more things, and finding a way around this. This year, he made the decision to be more aggressive, and now he's getting a lot of feedback on that decision and you had a historically bad interception season, I think Dak comes back better than that. Maybe he's already hit his ceiling and he won't, but I'm going to go ahead and and, and bet on Dak Prescott. And for the front office, you know, I think it gives you clarity. It it absolutely should for the coaches as well. you got to get a great O-line in here, you know, because as Dak is trying to figure this out, you don't know if he will. You don't know how long it's going to take. We're going to need to be able to operate efficiently against good fronts and too much pressure in Dak's face. You take away the running game entirely, and it's checkmate against Dak Prescott right now. That's what that is. So, A, you need to rebuild a great offensive line, not one that can just run block but not pass protect. That ain't going to cut it. Um, or you have to make such a great defense that in these games where you're getting just pounded into the ground, you can stay in it until the fourth quarter and try to win 13-10. to 10, You know, because at 30 years old, it's a pretty good offensive line. It's good wide receivers, it's two good running backs and a powerful front shuts you down um in a in a very significant way. So, I think it gives everybody involved clarity. And now Dak has marching orders and I think the coaching staff and the front office got more information and now maybe they can pivot away from this approach as a as a blanket game plan. It's cool to keep sprinkling it in, and hey, Dak, be more aggressive. Let's try this play. That let's, but series in, series out, it's not going to work against the good defenses. So that I, I guess that's what I'm encouraged by. Like losing is your guru, right? Losing is your teacher. Where are we uh, insufficient? And shoot, I, I don't know how you can look at the report card over the last two years against defenses like this and think that it's going to figure, it's going to work itself out, you know. Uh, a new offensive line is the way I'm going, and then before we get to these free agents, Micah Parsons. I love this line from Micah. I enjoy affliction and hardships. I know I will walk out of the room better than I walked in, and I, I think you could apply that to just what I was talking about there with Dak Prescott. You know, here, here, th- this is how you know Micah is a real leader and is going to continue to improve. So many young guys, the ego gets so big that they avoid the failure, right? Or they're like, oh, crap, that really sucked. Mike is like, this is awesome. I get to find out where I can be better. Yeah. And that is the ideal mindset to have in a guy that no doubt's going to be leading the team for, you know, the next five to ten
4: years. You need him. I mean, Mike is going to need to be big for you on Monday night if yeah. you want to have any chance to beat the Bucks.
0: If he likes hardship and all that kind of stuff like that, man, then I mean, saddle up, bro, because they, they do. They need you. You know, they don't need uh, – you know, th- any opportunity you have to rush the passer, win one on one. You know, you don't have many of those. But in this football game, if if you're a non-factor rushing the passer, there's going to be a lot It'll of hardship. There's going to be a lot of hardship for everybody. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of hardship for the guys, your teammates, the fans. Every you know, people lose their jobs. You know, over this kind of stuff. So you got to figure out a way. If you're going to embrace that, you know, then by all means, go and make sure that you don't have to feel it again.
2: He also talked about how we got to get this done because you're not going to be young forever. And there's got to be a, a a major sense of urgency I in there he as realized,
0: well. I think he realizes now how hard it is for him to play, how they ask him to play, yeah. playing defensive end. I think, I think his body... I don't think his body was ready to play defensive end this year.
2: You think he's got to go the Michael Jordan route and put on 15 pounds of muscle to get I, ready for the bad boys? You know,
0: Mike, Mike Bassett talked about this. I think you have to determine this offseason, if Dan Quinn's still here, you have to determine, is Micah Parsons a linebacker or a defensive end? That's what you have to do. You can't. Can
2: you, can't, you rush him and take a little bit of the pain and suffering from wrestling those tackles away? can we can what, we
0: what's what's the one thing that we know that he's really really good at
2: Blitzing rushing just, rushing yeah. Yeah. yeah just rushing in general yeah. okay yeah well um is is going to a three four something that could take the heat of him, give him a little bit more room to operate. Well as more of an outside linebacker? Yeah.
0: I mean the thing about it is those outside linebackers, they that's what they do. They stand up and they're doing the same thing. I mean, he Same thing pretty much. Same thing that he's okay. doing. He's always gonna be like the fourth rusher when you look at it though. You know, he's always gonna be that guy. Yeah, because you're typically And that's what a three four when they rush, three down linemen go and then your stand up guys the of fourth and guy. guys.
3: Traditionally yeah. those guys are six three, six four, two hundred and fifty to sixty pounds yeah. and sixty five pounds. Like they're not They're not small dudes, and not that Mike is small, but comparatively, he is. Because what what is Mike like? Two thirty. Von Miller hasn't been the healthiest guy, but he he made it work. You know, you
2: just have you just have to accept that maybe. But he was always that. Yeah.
3: He he was an edge rusher in college, yeah. Von Miller. I, I'm assuming in high school as well. But I mean, he was a guy that did At that. Denver, for a he was long listed time. as
0: an outside linebacker,
3: right? But he was an edge player, three, four edge exactly, player, exactly, mm-hmm. exactly.
4: Yeah. And, and I think that there's ways, especially with the way that you know modern medicine is and people are with their body and everything. That moving forward, I think that he will learn how what he needs to do to adjust and be able to make it through a full season. I'm not really worried about that. Like maybe maybe he puts on a little bit of weight. And then there'll be the conversation of, well, does that end up making yeah, he, sp- do you lose speed because yeah. of that? I think that there'll be a way for him to be able to figure out what does he need to do to be able to last through a season with what they're asking him to do. Because that's his best trait. He's not the same player if he's not rushing the quarterback. All right. And then let's, uh, let's give you just
2: a snapshot of this free agent list, which is, what are we, two months away? About March 10th or so, March 15th, yeah, start of the league year uh number one is lamar jackson ravens just spent 100 mil on roquan smith
0: he's gonna get tagged again it sounds like
2: okay uh number two is another quarterback it's not tom brady it's geno smith uh because every analytic you look at every way of measuring quarterback this hasn't been some sort of a one-off or luck year where you won games but you're playing mediocre quarterback like all the metrics sort of identify him as a top 10 quarterback in this game right now there for the Seahawks so uh, I think if I'm Seattle you got to do whatever it takes to retain that guy and build around him but maybe it'll be an opportunity for another quarterback needy team here to jump in on on the Geno Smith second go-around he, he's made himself into quite a player number three is Tom Brady um Raiders seem like the most likely destination. I don't know. I don't want to rule out that they have such a great run that he goes back to Tampa, but should I? Is it just like a, a non starter there in Tampa? I think they're getting healthy enough that they could win a couple of playoff games, maybe Philly for three years in a row. It
0: could be a situation, too. You got to think about his family and his kids now that he's divorced. Yeah. If he goes across the country, and I know Tom Brady's worth hundreds of millions of dollars, and he could, you know, he's probably got a, access to a plane and all that. And, can get kids back and forth and all that. I think you just have to be, you know, he's at an age right now too where he's got to think about those kids. Sure. And does he want to go, does he want to go a direction away from all that? I would say that if he, you know, Tom Brady would be a guy that like, to me, he'd probably want to get out of the state of Florida, you know, because all his memories now are like of a divorce and all these things that kind of, he's like, Fine, point. I'll just move on. But I, I think those considerations with those kids you yeah. know, I think you need to keep an eye on maybe wherever Sean Payton goes. Hmm. I, I think there's a lot of uh, that. That whole thing. Stephen Ross, the owner of the Dolphins, got suspended a year because they were planning on potentially bringing Brady and Sean Payton together well there I is, believe I believe in that
2: there is no way the Cowboys can do anything uh if we always get these texts in but the Dak no. contract is so prohibitive of making moves I think it's going to remain that way until the end of his contract so we're probably a couple years away from you know even entertaining you, conversations you, like you that you might
0: have caught a break that he signed us a, a smaller uh, uh in as far as years yeah a shorter contract
2: yeah uh defensive lineman uh, javon hargrave the big tackle the eagles he's going to be available if nothing else that weakens them jesse bates the safety with the Bengals. cowboys don't need any of that jamel dean though the buccaneers corner is the sixth ranked free agent approaching levante david linebacker buccaneers there's another one they're going to miss jacoby myers the receiver with the patriots mike mcglinchey niners tackle Mm. And Orlando Brown, uh, Chiefs tackle. That's your top 10 free agents as determined by Pro Football Focus. When we come back, it's time to talk some baseball here on your Home of the Rangers. What do you have planned for us, Wolchuk?
4: Well, we've got the Rangers looking at this former big league player's son and 23 reasons why the Rangers could have 23 more wins in 2023 next on The Fam.
2: All right, welcome back, Back Nation. This is nearly unbelievable. Wolchuk is going to talk Rangers with you and try to convince us on how the Rangers could win 23 more games this upcoming season. If anybody can do it, it's the official Rangers pre- and post-game show host, Zach Wolchuk. Here he is. Zach
4: Yeah, this is uh, the brilliance of Evan Grant from the Morning News. He did an excellent job writing an article, 23 Reasons for the Rangers to Win 23 More Games in 2023. I do have some buzz. uh, Bruce Bochy just talking about the left field position. And, you know, he was on with the MLB Network, their uh, front office show hosted by Jim Duquette and Jim Bowden to discuss the Rangers you know, offseason. He said that certainly right now, left field is their biggest position of need before they head into spring training. And I, I mentioned Reynolds from the Pirates. I, I think that's probably a player that they've had talks about. The asking price just might be a little too high for what the Rangers want to do right now, but I'm sure they are pursuing options right now. So you've got Brian Reynolds, who's out there, uh, and Bochi was asked about that. He said, well, I think it's fair to say, look what happened so far to see why, and, and if he can do it and continue to improve our club, I think it's fair to say left field will be a position that they're going to focus on, and the internal candidates are Bubba Thompson, who can fly when he comes in, uh, and, and he can fly in the outfield. Josh Smith is a guy that can play anywhere. You also have Brad Miller and, and Mark Matthias who are in the mix, so those are internal candidates. But he does like the idea of a guy like Brian Reynolds from the Pirates. So we'll see. Man, there's been a lot of buzz around that name. He's fun, former All Star. He'd be a great addition. This is a this is
2: a, a, a near elite player, right? This is somebody you're going to have to give up something of significance for.
4: Yes, and and I continue. I've talked about this a lot, but I think for the Rangers, they're they're. Biggest assets are the surplus of infielders. Justin Foskey, Davis Wenzel, even a Josh Smith who uh, Bochy talked about you know, in that quote, uh, Ezekiel Duran, you've got a plethora of guys there that you're not going to be able to play. And maybe the Pirates are, are wanting an Evan Carter, and the Rangers are saying, hey, we don't want to give up an Evan Carter. We feel like that's a guy who could come in and start in a couple of years in our outfield, and, and maybe that's what's holding up a deal, or maybe they want a pitcher. We'll see. Uh, Also, some other buzz is that the Rangers appear to be the leader to sign Vladimir Guerrero, his son, Pablo Guerrero. So, we know Vlad Jr. is tearing it up with Toronto. So, Pablo Guerrero can come in and be awesome. This could be exciting. Pablo. How old is Pablo? 16. Hmm. He is a 16-year-old outfielder, Pablo Guerrero, who... uh, has the swing of his dad and the solid build of his brother, Vladdy Jr. And he has a lot of people in Major League Baseball buzzing about him. Dang, so, mom must have been thick looking at these kids. Yeah, I'm just no going to say it. He's a big boy.
3: So two, yeah. two, th- two or three Cs.
4: The Rangers <laughs> have $4.14 million to spend on international free agents. And this is uh, right now the apple of their eye. You also have shortstop Sebastian Walcott of the Bahamas, who's ranked as the number eight prospect in MLB.com's international prospect rankings. And he's been also linked reportedly to the Rangers. So there's a couple of buzz uh, names there to just monitor. But I think we'd all be excited to get uh, Vlad Guerrero's kid.
3: Up in here. Yeah, get that get that in the old farm system. I bet he's got some pop. We'll yeah,
4: no doubt. I Is this an international can, acquisition? This would be an international
3: yeah. free agent acquisition, Sweet. absolutely.
4: All right, so let's get to uh, reasons why the Rangers can be better. We've talked about this one before. It rhymes with shram. Uh well, no, it's not a player. Really? But it's just be better in one run games. Fifteen and thirty-five a year ago, that's historically bad. Now how can you do that? Well, how about your manager, Bruce Bochi, who Historically, in his career as a manager, one of the best in one-run games. The only team better in his tenure of managing is the New York Yankees, and that's their entire organization. In the 25 years of Bochy being a manager, the New York Yankees are the only team in baseball to have a better winning percentage of one-run games than Bruce Bochy managed teams. Wow. I mean... 25 years,
2: that's quite a sample size. There's no doubt he had a significant impact on it. Absolutely. Is his greatest strength picking good teams to manage? It could be. You know, and and hopefully that goes to to what the, the front office has told him is is still to come here with this team.
4: Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm excited to see what he can do. I mean, obviously, you know, making the right lineup decisions, he has to play with that, making the right decisions when it comes with your pitching, but also mornings for the rotation is going to be... Extreme as well. Uh, and and that goes to show with the the DeGrom signing, the Evaldi signing, the Andrew Heaney signing, right? These are all guys. And Heaney, maybe not so much. We'll see the workload that they want to put on Andrew Heaney. But they'll have more strikeouts, fewer walks, but you're going to have more innings from your starting rotation. The Rangers were not getting guys like Dane Dunning, Glenn Otto, you know, name the pitcher, Taylor Hearn, to be able to go deep in games. So you were putting a high stress level on your bullpen. Now, you've got guys like DeGrom and Ivaldi, and hopefully John Gray and Martin Perez can stay healthy. You saw Perez was an innings eater for you last year. He was able to go seven. I mean, he had a record for quality starts going for a while as a Ranger. But these are guys who are going to be able to go deep in games. And team, There were nine teams last year that got at least 875 innings from starters in 2022. They averaged 93 wins. If the Rangers are able to be healthy with their rotation and they can get their starters to eat innings, that's going to go a big way into them getting more wins and helping What's that them number get twenty three. Win- on the innings. Uh, Nine teams that got eight hundred and seventy five innings, averaged ninety three wins last year.
3: Well, this is good news because when uh when Broadus asked me what Christmas gift I could personally give the Rangers for the twenty 2020- twenty Three season Walchuck. I gave their rotation a clean bill of health. You did. So, so they're going to be healthy. With that being said, I feel like we're in the driver's seat for playoffs. I think you're right. I think you're onto something here. You also, I don't want the credit, though. Walchuk. You
4: also should not have openers either anymore, which was something when you have Hose Oh, Jesus, Bochy is. Chinoco he would never right? in Maddox would never. Right? Yeah, you're you're not well. You're just not going to need one anymore. When you have Jacob Degrom, you don't need a pitcher coming out and opening the first inning for him. You don't need that. You don't need Jake Odorizzi having an opener for him. Andrew Heaney having an opener for him. So now you've got a solidified starting rotation where you don't need any more openers. And uh, last year the Rangers went three and eleven. When they used openers in 2022, and they averaged over five runs per game, it was more than a half a run per game more when they used a tradition than when they used a traditional starter. So that hurt them last year. Uh, you're also going to just have fundamentals in general should be improved with Bruce Bochy being your manager, in
3: my opinion. And he's going to bring back the fun for fundamentals. Uh, they absolutely, need it, we need the details.
4: How about we've talked about the bullpen? But let's hope for a second-year rebound for guys like Jonathan Hernandez coming off of surgery. Close it
3: hard. Jose LeClerc. F- finish this sentence, Walchuk. Hashtag the
4: bullpen is. Reliant on Jonathan Hernandez. I think he's your best arm.
0: I mean, it just sounds he's like He's got every, the best stuff. That's exactly... Every time... I love his
4: stuff.
3: You might not Everybody know... Everybody says stuff. Yeah, yeah, love his exactly. stuff. Great stuff. He uh, throws it hard, man. Anybody,
0: anybody... I know we were at Jarrett's, uh, you know, Jarrett's event, the charity event. Every Ranger person I ran into, I was asking about... And the word was yeah stuff stuff. I mean, I'm like, oh, okay, yeah.
4: So everybody does use the word stuff, and I've often wondered, like, what does that mean? It really just means he throws the ball very really, lively. Really st- very lively. He's got yeah. some, he's
0: got a very basic. I was listening to basic the other day. You know, he, he accuses me. I don't, but I mean, I I was listening, and he was talking about the stuff, the lively stuff that Jonathan
4: Sanders yes. has. Yeah, other reasons that Evan Grant gives. You know, he talks about the farm system. Maybe the farm system allows you to go out there and be aggressive during the trade deadline if this team is contending. You can go out there. You can be buyers at the deadline instead of sellers with the Rangers have been in recent years. So, you know, the, the Rangers have made deals and they did when they were contending. You can go out there and, and try and be more aggressive. And I do expect Corey Seager with the shift band to have a much better offensive season. And that's, that's crazy to say because he was great when it comes to home runs. But just more hits, ground balls, I think he's going to be even better offensively than he was a year ago. That's
3: good because once he does that, then he's then he's got everything yes. from, from leadership on down.
4: And you know, Seager full package. Yeah, his batting average would have been raised uh, last year when you look at if the shift had been banned. So. The left field production is something that they're gonna to need to work on right now. You had thirteen players last year who appeared last year at left field and they only got a five seventy-seven OPS out of those guys. It's not good. They're gonna to need to do better. And also, let's hope Mitch Garver can play more for you. It's a guy that was hurt last year. He's a big bat. Garbecue sauce. garv sauce. If you get him back in your lineup and he can DH for you, hopefully get you some more home runs. Let's you know let's just score. I mean that that's my biggest question right now. Can the Rangers carry over that offensive success? A top 5 lineup oh, yeah, offensively a... in the American League. Go hit. You got, they need to have that because right now you're excited about the pitching. But if the offense doesn't carry over, all of a sudden, all right, finally we got good pitching, but now we didn't get our peanut butter and jelly.
3: We need uh, Nathaniel Lowe to double down on his career year. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's a playoff team right here. Uh, uh, that's what I think I, we're trending up, baby. It, it'll be a pretty big
2: disappointment. Let's go. If, if it isn't. Okay. Steven Jones, we have some audio uh, that, that will play from him. We can ponder. But before we get there, we discuss the biggest question around the offense and what's going on on first down how could it be this bad and is it too predictable that's coming up next year. it's Bag Nation the fan
1: we really need new phones T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s and each line is only $25 a month new iPhone 15s it's better over here only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch